<laughs> All right, Chuck and Chris is here again at the 2016 Catfish Conference in Brazales, Kentucky. And we're here with Chris Flores and his daughter, Isabella. Is that right? Isabel. Isabel. Okay, well, I was close. <laughs> I was close. You guys have been doing catfish videos for how long, Chris? Oh, uh, I want to say three years, maybe a little How many? Bit. Three. Three? Yeah. I know I've watched a, a number of them. They're quality pieces. Uh, I specifically enjoyed the one where you went in the dry river bed and picked out the spots that you was going to fish when the water was back in there. That was a great, great piece. Yeah, really thank was. you. Uh, you know, it's a rare thing, I guess, that uh, a river goes dry like that, especially for you guys up here. we got this big water. And so I wanted to take, I guess, what would be a negative in our case, that they shut the water off. For irrigation purposes mm -hmm. so they they, con they conserve the water uh throughout the winter time and then in the summer in the springtime they let the release so you guys can have a visual of what it would look like if there you know if there was no water in your area because the water it does the same it has the same impact it flows the same way once it hits that log jam It'll act the same way. It's typical, you know. So if you can see it, you can envision better where those fish are going to be. Absolutely, absolutely. It was a great. It was a great piece. And, and you guys have put some really good videos together with your children catching fish, other people catching fish, you catching fish, alternative methods of catching fish, uh, bait segments. I mean, it, it, you've just about covered everything uh, for the New Mexico area. Right. And, and you show a uh, shoot video of people sitting on the bank. You show people in boats. Mm -hmm. uh, just everything there is doing. And, and the, are you doing that because of the water conditions you have? Because, like you say, you don't have the Mississippi and the Missouri and the Ohio right. River, stuff like that. Right. Down there. I, well, part of it is maybe the water conditions that we have. Other part of it is I like to experiment, and I like to see all the aspects. And catfish, they're one of the, the few species that you can catch them in different ways and, and you know, different methods. And so just experimenting, just seeing what's out there, uh, seeing what works, what doesn't work, and then applying that to other techniques and just evolving, you know. It's a lot of fun. Now, how many members of your family are involved in your videos? Um, I've got my dad out there in a few. She's she's my she was at one time she was my camera girl, but now she's already taking over the show. And uh, I got my little boy, and and my my wife will go out there once in a while too. So yeah, that's I think I've seen all of them. Yeah, I think I have. Well, it's great that you're including these children in this event. Now, are you going to get? carry this on and, and tell dad it's time for him to step aside one of these days are you going to do the videos yourself um i don't know i might do i might finish it with my brother and how old are you i'm 15. and how old's your brother my brother is five is five he's got well you get to run the roost in you know that's how that that's how that works but we're glad to see you making this a family event and and you're sharing your knowledge with everybody that watches your shows and some of them shows have been hit pretty hard. They've been watched a lot. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. It's, like I say, it's good quality. And, and uh, you know, I don't know what New Mexico has far as tournament style fishing. Hmm. I, I don't think it's uh, a real prominent thing in your area. Right. But 
making it to where these guys can go out and spend the day fishing and you've helped all of them in your area especially be able to pick up tips and stuff on on how and where to go to find the fish yeah as far as tournaments you know one thing when it comes to new mexico people don't realize that there's big catfish out there there's some big flatheads out there and when i show them these pictures they don't they don't believe that i'm catching these fish there <laughs> i said where'd you catch this fish i said just right there the river's right there what i fish there all the time i never catch them but that's why i got into the techniques and stuff and uh showing them so that i can help them you know have that dream fish land Absolutely. that and and as far as tournaments and stuff uh new, new mexico elephant butte lake is the biggest lake in new mexico and when it's full it's about 40 miles long it's going to celebrate its 100th birthday uh this year and so i don't i don't hardly know anybody that fishes for catfish in that lake but the few people that i do know they're catching 50 60 big blue cats you know uh uh, state record flathead was 78 pounds, I think. Nice. And uh, so there's only a handful of people that are catching these. I did I did a show. Uh, I did a show in, in Albuquerque, and uh, I I don't I didn't catch it, but I have the mount for the state record blue cat. It's a 52 pound four ounce blue cat, and I have it on display. The guy who did. explaining who and when and all that and have a couple of guys walk up and they see that catfish and they're looking at each other and kind of snickering and stuff you know i walk up to him and say hey what's going on guys this is oh, just reading your plaque supposedly that's the the lake re or the state record huh <coughs> yeah that's what's on the books he says he said we just caught an 80 pounder the other day out of there like nothing you know so they're in there i talked to the to the game and fish and they said they're they're doing shocking and stuff and you know counting numbers and so there's he says man you don't you won't believe how many thirty pounders twenty pounders that come up they're they're all over the place and so it's an untapped resource Elephant Butte Lake you know and I'd like to get some tournaments and stuff going on over there it's just kind of tough to do it all on my own well yeah and it is you need help and yeah and, and eventually they'll step up and, and be there for you Chuck you got any Thing you like to discuss with these guys? Yeah, when you when you fish these irrigation canals and stuff, I mean it, it looks like a whole lot of fun, y'all. You know, you, you've been using kayaks and, and stuff like that, any? I've got this little boat. It's a Walker Bay. It's an eight foot dinghy, is what it is. And uh, you know, I got a lot of people. They see it and they say, "Is that your kid's boat?" Or <laughs> so, no. I said, this this boat's probably seen more fish than your big fancy boat has, you know. And I, it, it's perfect because it fits in the back of my my truck. I drive out four wheel drive where I need to go, and I throw it in, and it floats. And you know that those those uh, that area that you're talking about, average depth is about four foot, you know. And uh, I'll get in there, put that little boat in, and it's just a perfect size. Anything bigger, navigate that water, and it gets me where them fish are at. Yeah, I, I mean, I see some of the spots you in, and and you know, some some of it you could almost probably touch each side with your hand, <laughs> yeah. you know, and they'll open up. Yeah, you know, and I, I'll see how you you know you'll fan your rods out and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it 
when you when y'all go out and do this type of fishing in these small irrigation canals and stuff, what's your favorite time uh, during the day or at night? You know, I, I found that I can catch them both, but it's a little it's a little tougher for me to catch them in the daytime. I think I think they're they're stuffed back up under that bulrush and, and you know kind of just hanging out and but in the nighttime I like to fish that little line that little break where the bulrush ends water starts in the clear water and I think they're just moving right up along there and that's when I start nailing those flatheads. Great man. Um, do you have you are you gonna try to start going to that Blue Cat Lake and? start fishing for blue cats you know i've i've been i've been trying to get out there more i've got a you know i've got a 17 foot nitro bass boat and i get out there and i'll do a little drift fishing and stuff and it's just really really hard for me because when i do plan to go out there it's always bad weather i get i get blown off the lake and you know so then i start i'm on a time schedule because i have to have videos to post i try to do a video every week so if I spend two, three weeks trying to fish this lake and I'm either not catching some or I'm getting blown off the water, I'm wasting this time. So then I always revert to my roots. I go back to the river and at least I can get some videos and get some stuff going. And so little by little, I'm getting out there. I, you know, I've watched a lot of Steve's uh, videos and he's you know, talking about drifting and dragging and stuff like that. And I've been applying that. I'm learning on where to find this. That's the biggest thing for me is trying to find those fish in the big water. I can find them blindfolded on that little river of mine, but in that big water, I'm still trying to get the hang of it. And, you know, I'm still going to target them. A little bit of everything, keep it interesting. Are you able to uh, target these flatheads on the uh, irrigation canals and stuff year round? Or does it get too cold during the winter? It'll, it'll slow down. Um, the, the bite's good most of the year. It slows down probably late November, uh, December, January. I remember one time we went out there January. We were out there three days, and we didn't even get a single bite. And then we caught one nice, probably about a 30-pounder, you know. So they're still out there, but it's just real slow. And then I say late April, it starts to pick up. <coughs> so uh, when's your favorite time to go? You like the big water or the little water? I like both, but I like the big water more because I get to go swimming more. Swimming? Yeah. <laughs> you don't swim with those big fish in there? Yeah, but I think we catch the most fish when we go to the river. Okay. Are you excited about trying to, to go to the big water and learn how to catch those fish out there too? Yeah, I am. Good. Maybe that'll motivate your dad to get you out there more. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Watching Mr. Douglas's videos, you watch them with your dad and, and see how he does? We watch them sometimes, but not really because I live in Tucson, Arizona with my mom. So. Okay. All right, well, uh, it's been great talking to y'all, and uh, I'm glad y'all can make it out and, and share this event with us. Oh, yeah. And it was great. Chris, if you if you uh, want to tell everybody where they can go to to watch your videos and give them all the information, uh, that way other people can see what you're doing and maybe they can apply your knowledge okay. to their type of fishing. Absolutely. We're... We're on YouTube. It's called Muddy River Catfishing. Just search that, and you'll, our videos will pop up right away. They're all family-friendly videos. Uh, no bad language or any anything indecent or anything. It's just all good, good, good quality stuff. Good quality stuff. Uh, 
the videos that I do, I, I make them partially to share my knowledge, but also partially to uh, to preserve the memories and stuff that I have with my kids so they can watch them for years to come. And we also have a Facebook page that's Muddy River Catfishing. We just came out with a, an app for the, our phone, uh, whether it's your smartphone, Android or, or uh, iPhone. And it's also just Muddy River Catfishing. And what that does, it it puts everything in, in the palm of your hand. You got our website, which is MuddyRiverCatfishing.com. You got our Facebook. You got our YouTube videos. You got our Instagram. And you have events. So, for example, this event was right in my calendar. So if you have the app, you know we're going to be here. You know it gives you the directions and everything. So, yeah, you guys check it out. And we're glad to have, have you guys. And if there's anything you guys want us to make videos about, let us know. We're always open to try things. That's awesome. Listen, thank you for coming up to Catfish Weekly. And Chris, appreciate you guys. Hey, time. no problem. Thank you. Oh, man. Thank you, sir. Chris <laughs> and Isabel Flores have uh, Muddy River Catfish. And check out their videos. It's good quality information. You guys will like it. It's very informative. We got a next up, we got a couple of guys that most of you will know from tournament catfishing and we're excited to have them on here and we're going to get daryl and jason massagill up here and have them here in just a minute so hang time thanks guys all right it was great thank show. you i appreciate it hey no problem behave yourself now catch some big fish daryl jason are you ready sweet no problem where have you guys been? We've been talking fishing all day. Man, I'll tell you what, the, the catfishing world, I, I'll bet you at least twice a month. Where's Daryl Jason? <laughs> so you know what? They have a life besides catfishing. They're probably busy working. It turns out that's what it is. Yeah, that's well, exactly the, right. the, the joke is, is we said we, didn't, we, we went underground. We're doing some research and development. <laughs> We're working on a lot of new techniques and tricks, but no, actually, just work. Work uh, got busy for us last year, and, and uh, just wasn't able to well, chase the tournaments like we normally do. You know, there everybody in the world wanted to know where you was at when I found out you guys here. I knew we had to get you on here so you could tell everybody that I wouldn't just tell them stuff. <laughs> Yeah, we were ready so bad it ain't funny. I'll bet. I'll bet. Now, I understand you've been working on a project on another video with Mr. Stout. Yep. Yep. Uh, I, I don't know. I guess he's going to call it Catfish Dream Team 2 or whatever it may be. But I actually spoke with Brad here just last week, and uh, he's trying to get everything finalized, get the music just right, and uh, should be coming out with it sometime here pretty soon. That, that's outstanding. You know, um, I have that video, and, and it was before I met you guys. And you guys at the time was not doing very much drift fishing. It was mostly anchor yep. fishing. Is that correct? That's yep. right. You know, and still, uh, when you showed up to tournaments, everybody knew that we, we got to beat Daryl and Jason to do any good. <laughs> and we was already drifting some of us. Yep. You know, and you guys were still putting great numbers of fish in the boat. How much... Uh, how much has your fishing numbers improved since you started doing the drifting thing? Oh, numbers wise, numbers, poundage wise, numbers wise, either way, covering more water instead of we cover a lot more water. Uh, I'd say the the poundage wise, it we're probably a little bit better, but as far as numbers wise, we probably double our numbers that we catch. You know, caught uh, anchoring. Uh, 
we catch a lot more, you know, I say smaller, and then we do have the bigger fishing also. But, you know, as far as if somebody was telling me, I want you to go catch the biggest fish you can possibly catch, I would go to the anchor. But if, as far as numbers and just, you know, sheer water we cover, it, uh, the drifting is probably more productive. They, we still, you know, a lot. The joke was at one tournament that we had some guys after the tournament away, and they're giving us a hard time. They said we thought y'all were having a real tough day because at the end of the day y'all were y'all were over on the anchor rope. Well, actually, we had put good fish in the boat, and we were trying to get that one kicker, you know, that one big fish. So you know, we we uh, how do you say it's a kind of in your arsenal. You know, anchor is still an important part, you but definitely put way more fish in the boat drifting. Yeah, good for some precision anchoring on some structure that's to right, try exactly. to pull the big that's daddy right. off there. Exactly. So if y'all was to fish a, a, a big fish tournament, and it was all about just bringing the, who could bring the biggest fish in, y'all would y'all would go to anchoring probably all day. I'd, I'd I say, yes. I'd say the only reason that we wouldn't go to anchoring is is if the fish just wanted the bait moving. You know what I mean? And right. drifting was they seemed to prefer that maybe a little bit more that day. Uh, but yeah, anchoring. I did You know, that's what that's what we'd start out trying for sure. Well. Where are we going to be able to see you guys at tournaments this year? Have you got a schedule made up of where you're going to go? Well, it um, no, we were actually discussing that on the, on the ride up on the ride up last night. Uh, you know, trying to hit the ones that's a little bit closer to home. Uh, you know, it's tough to go every weekend back to back, so we were trying to space them all out. Um, you know, of course, you know, monsters on the Ohio. You know, that's that's a that's a bucket that's, that's a bucket list one for everybody. If no one's ever fished that one, Aaron's a good guy. And what do you have? Close to two hundred? Did he break two hundred and eighty boats? One hundred eighty boats. It was an extremely well run tournament. Everything was just smooth. Yeah, and, and 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 they, you know, Bass Pro Cabela's. We'll probably hit both of those. Uh, um, um, it's it's going to be at the working working to see our great fishing. CR, we're going to work about the, the granddaddy one in Memphis. Go yep, that. going to hit that. Signed, yep. up for that signed up. We already signed up for that one. We're excited about that one. That'll be good. Like Daryl said, the Sea Arc tournament, it's coming up here first now, week in April. You guys get to the Sea Arc tournament. Of course, I don't have a Sea Arc, so they don't let me in. <laughs> but I have a friend of mine that you guys are going to get in there, and I hope you roast him while. Doug oh, Rice. Doug Rice man. is as channel cat savvy as any tournament that i tournament fisherman that i know he's a super nice guy uh cindy and i was fortunate to fish the jack and jill tournament and put a couple of good fish in the boat we won that last year on the mississippi river and doug and julie right there behind us by like four pounds oh, so hey. you know we we kind of stay after old dougie he's a really good guy and uh, along with you guys doug is probably one of the the best guys that CR could possibly have to promote their product. He's just a uh, really good, really good guy. Doug's a good guy, and, and I tell you what, he, he, he he's going to give a hard time. Oh, he takes yeah. it so well, but, you know, he puts it out so he well, too. He, he he yeah, yeah, Doug's a lot of fun. I, I, I tell you what, we, we worked that tournament together, and he's he's, he's a lot of That whole CR uh, and when I say crew, the family, you know, everybody that, that owns the CR, it, 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 makes it, it makes it a lot of fun. It, it does, and, and you know, um, I can't remember the lady's name, Robin. Robin McClellan. She worked so hard to make things happen in the right uh, venue or whatever you would want to call it. Uh, their whole group is is very knowledgeable. They do extremely good to produce a quality boat and their event uh, that they do. And, and I fished it in St. Louis. I had a great time down there. 
really good show. Yeah. And when they got you guys helping, helping them run it and Doug and, and others, I, and I don't know, remember them all, but uh, they, it makes for a real enjoyable. Yep, it sure is. I think the move, they moved it back to first week in April a little bit. Kind of close to the spine. So, so they backed it up first week in April, and I think there's going to be some big, big, big fish caught. I think you're right. I think you're right. You know, um, we're excited to get this year underway. I think everybody, you guys missed the biggest part of it last year, so you're probably really oh, raring to go. We're itching, foaming at the mouth. Yeah. Where, where's your first time? Oh, gosh. What are we gonna, which one are we going to hit first? We hadn't sat down and just mapped it out yet, but I, I, I do know that uh, we've got looking at what, Henderson. Henderson. That'd be a good the, one. That one. Um, probably Mount Vernon. That'd be a good one. Yeah. Anything around the Mississippi River, we're always interested in those. Several, several on the Mississippi River. They got the one there at Covington, which is going to be on the Mississippi River. Mm -hmm. uh, um, it's, it's the, I think the Tennessee, uh, I'm going to mess their name up, their club, uh, the yeah. Cat, Tennessee, uh, West, West Tennessee. West Tennessee, yeah, they're going to be mad at me. They're not going to let us fish the tournaments now because I messed it up. Guys, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, they've got several up and down the Mississippi. We, we, we hope to hit several of those, too. Uh, um, it's, it's it's kind of fun. There's there's uh, uh, Cabela's has got Lenore City. That's another one we like to fish. We've, ne we've never fished Lenore City up in there, so we hope to get there. I'm I'm really excited for things that's happening in the fish industry, and I know you guys have to be. Did you ever think that it would grow and expand at the rapid pace that it's going in the last two or three years? It's uh, it's it's blowing up. It's it's what what a lot of guys are doing. You you've got guys that are that are fishermen first of all, and they're good bass fishermen. They're good crappie fishermen, and they're learning what they've learned. And the same for us crosses over into trophy cat fishing. Uh, and, and, and so the, that learning curve is a lot quicker for them. And at venues like this right here, uh, we spoke to several Facebook friends that we never got to meet in person, and, and, and just you know just talk, you know tactics and tricks, and and uh, this it's, it's it's exciting. It really it is. is. It really is. We we've been so blessed with with uh, the growth of our sport, and if everybody can continue to work together and get along. There's no end to where this is going to go. Yeah, without without a doubt, without yeah, a doubt. Yeah, we're really excited. What else you got for him tonight, Chuck? Um, I want to talk about the uh, the tournament on the uh, Mississippi over out of Memphis, uh, the one coming up in September. You're not going to give you them waypoints. I told you earlier. I don't have to. I'm gonna put my boat to there. <laughs> um, this type of event. I mean, it's been a long time coming, but the you know the sport hadn't really been at a point to where it's done like this would work. I mean, it's coming at a perfect time. Uh, I want to know if y'all was to win this event coming up, would that be the biggest win of y'all's career? Money wise, not money wise. I mean, the the bragging rights type. Uh, we was up against. The best and the most in the country. I, I ain't taking that away from that. That turn's gonna be a bunch of good people there, and it would be probably a top one or two. But we always go back to our biggest win was the, the, the Big Cat Quest at Wheeler, the three-day tournament. 
And, you know, we didn't like fish good one day and bad another. We went, came in, and weighed in top weight all three days. Yeah, first place all three. So, I mean, we, we was in first place from day one to the last day. So, you know, that, I guess that's one that makes us feel good about ourselves, you that, say that. Yeah, definitely. That, you know, the the, the, the tournament, it'll, it – you know it's going to be big and it's going to be a lot of fun and to win it yeah it's i don't know if we win it talk to us and yeah. we'll come back hopefully hopefully yeah, we all win i'm sure y'all be on here but yeah i mean that that's going that's that's y'all's home waters um which makes it the toughest waters to fish it it's going to like it's going to be good but uh, then again winning an event like that on your home waters yep. uh you know makes it more special yep it, um, it's harder to win on on your home it is and but you know having that having a win like that in an event at that magnitude uh, i mean that's just gonna have to be so really stressful because you know you know you know the places you know you've caught them before so it, it's got to be it's got to be just so you know confusing uh, and i don't know gonna, what to do first i'm gonna say i may be wrong but you're probably some they're at least one or two of your top teams that's going to be unfamiliar waters for them and that's going to put them at an advantage because so many times we go to an area that's new to us and 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 spots of years past will cloud your vision so to speak and you try to make those spots you try to make those fish bite where they bit two years ago and the new guys they've been there for two days and they're they're on them and they're paying attention so yeah it, it, that's what that's why a lot of people they're afraid to go to new spots and really First time you've ever been to a body of water, it's it, you've kind of got a little. With me studying the Mississippi River, which I've never laid a boat on, uh, you know I can I can study Google Earth and I can see where the uh, the tributaries are coming in, the creeks, and anything I can see from satellite. But you know the river's not map. So I don't have that advantage to knowing the river, what's underneath. Um, you know, so that's really the, the out of town guys. That's what's really going to hurt me. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I'm really excited about. It. I've never been on the Mississippi, and I just can't wait for this tournament to come up. And um, so, well, what's what's the biggest tournament you're looking forward to this year? That, that that one, one probably that one the monsters that one and monsters uh, uh those would be you know we're going to work the sea arc we're not going to get to fish yet but uh yeah that one and monsters on the on the ohio i'd say those 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 two will be those two will be big i mean the monsters will always be the uh to me will be the the daytona 500 right. of catfishing because it's not the championship but it's it's the one that everybody wants to go win it's not part of a trail uh, it's not part of a point system or anything. It's just a single event that everybody wants to go to. If you go to that tournament and win that one, the monsters, you have beaten, no doubt, the best yeah. around. I mean, and you have the bragging rights. And, I you mean, know, the tournament that George is working on, you know, he's it, it, he's well on his way to, to having it, you know. It, it, I think – you know, you're seeing that you're seeing a little bit of a shift into that, where it's 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 bigger tournaments. You know, I, and 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 I think that kind of makes it exciting, where you can kind of step back. And if if you're not the type of guy that can chase it every week, 
you can turn around and pick hit the big ones, you know, because you know guaranteed if you do good on those tournaments, you beat the best guys in the country or done better than than the best guys in the country for sure. Well, let's face it, most of the best are already entered in the tournaments. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Most yep. of them have been entered in them for some time. George had an amazing feat. In just two or three days, they had over 100 boats entered in that tournament. Yep. I never dreamed that that would ever happen. Aaron puts in, you know, 180 boats last fall in that tournament and decided he had to shut it down at 200. Yeah. Like, I never dreamed catfishing would be. Uh, we, didn't, we never thought it would happen either. No. And it's all come to play in the last three or four years. So. Uh, you know, that's that's it's a great thing, and, and I think a lot of it is getting the, the right people behind the sport, like the right people running a lot of the tournaments and people working together. You know, when when, when George told me that when he started putting this tournament together, the first person he called was Aaron Reed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that was a smart move. Yep. Yeah. You know, when Aaron's not going to fish the tournament, he's going to be there, but he's going to help him run it. He's going to do a lot of the announcing, the MCing and stuff, and, and – uh, Man, man's full of it. It'd yeah. be great for that. Oh yeah, you know, and so, you got to worry about fishing against him. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I, you know, so so much goes into running a tournament. I mean, something as simple as your parking. You know, that that sounds simple, but you know, uh, you know, if you, if you've got them, if you do you do what Aaron does, and you do what some of the other successful tournaments do, and help the fishermen park, and help with the crowd and the crowd control and. Travel, for a lot of fishermen, that's a make or break. You know, Absolutely. if they're going to come back, you know, if it was what you know, if it was well run and everything ran smooth, okay. Smooth logistics. Uh -huh. Because yeah. if they might not have had a good day, but at least everything else. Would be now, you talk to the people that go to the Monsters on Ohio and ask them how the tournament was. A lot of them don't talk about the fishing was good or the fishing was bad. They said it was a well run, smooth everything. You know, Most everybody, fun that you right. can have with that many people in one area and that's everybody right. has a that's right. you know, every, all the if you want to call it fellowship, the people yep. are getting together and just chit chat and talking. You know, that's what makes that tournament what it is. We've said ever, ever since we started going down there, if we couldn't fish, we'd go just to be around. Just be around, that's exactly right. Daryl and Jason, I can't thank you guys enough for spending a few minutes with Chuck and I. Um, we're trying on all the big tournaments if you guys get on and and smoke everybody like you're used to doing <laughs> we'd like to have you back on on the following you know the next week or okay. something we've been trying to do a lot of that uh and we don't expect you to take your time out to do a whole show three in a row but uh people enjoy seeing you guys on the show they they ask when we're going to get you back and, and uh, it's really hard to, to consistently get you and Larry Muse and guys like that on the time because everybody's got full-time jobs and stuff. Right. But we're not with catfishing like bass guys are and everybody's still got to work for a living yep. but we do thank you so much for spending your time to be on the show with us and look forward to great things so you want, me, you want me to get a hold of Robin and see if we can get a Sea Ark sticker and put on your boat and get you you know I'm not sure that would look very good on that monster cat yeah. <laughs> but, but you know what if it get be in that tournament, I, I would sure do it. I understand. Well, thank you. Thank you. We, we, we appreciate you having us. We appreciate, a lot. appreciate what you do. Well, Thanks, sir. We, we enjoy doing it, and, and we everybody watching you guys, because we missed you. Yeah, well, uh, uh, we we hope to be back this year. We'll do everything we can. We're looking forward to seeing you guys. And I am, we're going to be a lot of the events you're going to be at, so hopefully we'll get to see each other and uh, shoot the bull a little bit. Right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Thanks a lot, thank guys. You, thank you. Just, just being able to weigh in and that pyramid. Daryl and Jason Massendale, you'll not find a better team, a better couple of guys in the sport of catfishing as those two. And, we're, you know, anywhere you go, 
you know, Chuck, when you show up to the tournament and Daryl and Jason's there, you're going to have to have your game face on. Oh, yeah. And that's really motivating to the guys that, uh, you know, dream of beating them because, you know, the being able to, to come out on top when you got guys that are that good and that competitive in a tournament, that right there is really You know, and, and that makes you better when you're when you're thinking. On the whole field, you're concentrating on that best team out there. And what am I got to do to beat them? And if you can beat that one team, even if they came in eighth and you came in sixth, that that would be a win for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we got a couple of ladies over here that we're going to get on. We're going to. They're probably going to explain to us why we don't catch any fish. I know. I'm, I'm waiting on that. Yeah, yeah. We're getting ready to get Janet Fox and Teresa Shipman on here. We're going to visit with them for a few minutes. And then we'll have one more guest, and then we're going to close her up for the evening. Janet and Teresa. Teresa, I have been after you for two years. Thank you guys for spending a couple minutes with us. What, what did you think of this event? I loved it. Loved it. It's outstanding, good job. Yep. Yes. It runs smooth. Everybody yes. had a good time. They had the top people in the industry, whether it be fishermen or whether it be vendors here. It was outstanding. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. Jeff Jones and Steve Douglas, they worked really hard to put this together, and uh, it was a success, and I really think everybody had a great time. Yes. Looking forward to next year already. Absolutely. It's just it's like kind of going to monsters. You just get your hotel yep. rooms on. Mm -hmm. Get them ready to go. Ready yeah. Yeah. That's right. So what do you guys got planned for 2016? Ooh, lots of tournaments. Yeah. We got club tournaments starting in April. They don't have a Cabela's tournament. April the 16th and 17th at Lenore City, Watts Bar, Fort Loudon. Now, how far is that from you where you live? About a five-hour drive. It's not too bad. Not five too hours bad. south. Straight south. Right out of, we come right here to Lexington, go straight south. Beautiful, beautiful water. Oh, it's it like a vacation. Though. It's very much <laughs> like a vacation. Very that's much. A, that's a beautiful place to fish. Uh, Big no. fish. Yeah, you can't spend too much time on the water there. Really? Yeah, I'm trying to talk Janet and Bing to dinner. I'd love for Me them either. to come down with us, but it's a bad time of year for Bank to get away for his job. Well, and, and, and it's a great I had some tournament. guys that canceled to come into this event from my area, and I said, you know, we got to go to work. I said, if you've got a quality job right now, you've got to go to work. Catfishing will be right. there because a good job, if you lose it, you might not be able to replace it. Absolutely. You know, mm -hmm. so so I understand that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm looking for, for big things for this year. I think the catfishing stuff is just – jumped in the last couple of years and I don't see it slowing down. No, it's unbelievable. It's exploded. We're excited for it. Mm -hmm. We are too. We're, we're going to have a good time. Um, flathead fishing. That's your game. Fun. Now, predominantly the tournaments that you fish in your area are flathead oriented? Um, yeah, most generally, yeah. yeah. Now, is that because you don't have a lot of blues over there, or you don't have big blues. I, it really, it's yeah. they're there. Just, it's the tournament time when the blues mm -hmm. are biting versus the flatheads. Now we did 
me and Dave, we did win a club tournament. It was in August, wasn't it? In Flathead Water that's known for great flatheads. We caught two blues in the same spot, side by side, and won the tournament. I think you're the only ones that caught blues. Yes, we were. That was the only two blues paid. That's awesome. Weighed in. That's pretty cool. But it is good flathead water. I, I love the flatheads where I'm at. The blues are so many more and so many bigger as a rule that I can't concentrate on catching flatheads because to win the tournament, you're going to have to put the blues in the you know, and Unless we get up um, north of Keokuk, Burlington area, places like that, and then you're looking at 15, 18 pound channel cat, which I don't mind that either. No, I would I'm love pretty that. happy. With I that. would love to fish that area. You know, it's, it's really good. Now, the only place that I, I love fishing Mississippi River. It's my favorite place to fish. But Madison, Wisconsin, uh, Lake Mendota and Lake Cherokee in May when them channel cat are spawning. To catch 25 or 30 pound channel cat in two that and three foot be, of water. Oh, that'd be uh, that it should be, be against the law to do that. It really is that, that much fun. Amazing. It really is that much yeah, fun. My first catfish ever caught was a channel cat out of the Soda River at home. I was 18 years old and I loved it. Uh, they're awesome. I was hooked ever since. Yeah, it was an eight pound channel cat and I was amazed. Eight pound channel cat, a lot of places is a trophy. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. What do you got for him, Chuck? Um, when y'all when y'all are preparing for a tournament and your husband's at work during the week, I don't know how much y'all work. Do y'all ever go out and get your own live bait? And, so you'll have ready for yes. Saturday. Well, I have. Me and her, we fished um, a Cabela's Championship down in Camden, Tennessee, and um, we all rode together up to Kentucky Dam to get our bait the day before the tournament. Well, what happened was they went biking at Kentucky Dam, so the boys wanted to know what they were doing over at Barkley Dam. So we just got in our vehicle and we went, me and her went to Barkley and we fished for bait and men were fishing at Kentucky Dam. We, just so we do do it, not often, yeah. but we can do it. So, yeah, so we can go out on our own and catch you, bait. You ever caught you a, a couple of real nice bluegill or something and you, you, you just waiting to use them on your poles? I, we don't use bluegill much. Yeah, I know. We do. So what do you use? We're using skip back. Cut. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> you know, the idea behind this is to tell people to <laughs> yeah. Not gonna happen, Lyle. No, it really depends what we're fishing, what the water temperature is, how deep mm -hmm. we're fishing. This really depends on what. There's no sense what we do. Well, One thing's not working. We try something else. I've talked to you and Bink several times about you guys catching. Uh, flatheads on that bait, and a lot of people, uh, and I was one of them for years. I went my whole life and never caught a flathead on this bait. Never. To fish the same area with, with a bluegill or a live shad and put one in the boat, just like this. Put cut bait out there, and they ain't hit. So we fished on the Illinois River in a night tournament over there, and I caught seven one night on cut bait. It wasn't giants. But they was flatheads, and I thought, well, they really do catch them on it, because I thought all them years people were just telling me. But they do bite them. But I think it, it's not an every time you go out. Right? It's not. No, that's for sure. Yeah, you have uh, to know when yeah. they're going to be doing it and when they're not. Yeah, but, yeah, both me and Dave, our biggest flatheads, personal best, were both caught on cut bait. Big pieces. Pretty big piece. Yeah, he caught a 48 and a half pounder, and it was a pretty big piece of skipjack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Africa. Well, I appreciate you ladies coming on the show with us. We've had a really good day. We're going to visit with Steve Douglas next and kind of get things rolling out of here. It's been a long day. Yes, yes it has. <laughs> Thanks for having us. We're yes. Yes. Well, you know what? Don't waste so long to come back. All right. Love all your right. show. Watch it all the time. Well, thank you. We appreciate the fact that you guys spend your Monday nights watching Catholic Week. Sure do. They're right. playing around it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, guys. See ya. Janet Fox. Mrs. Shipman, we had a great time with them. They're outstanding. We have one more shot. We're going to do an interview with Mr. Steve Douglas as soon as we get him broke loose, and we're going to call it a day. It's been an outstanding event. That's yes, been great. A lot of a lot of fishermen. It's been a lot of fun. Ready, Steve? Well, come on around here and have a seat. Lisa, with you? Okay. <laughs> she likes to run them, huh? Yeah. You want to take a picture you Absolutely. <laughs> Steve, this has been a great event. Thank you, fellas. I mean, I know I seen you working yesterday, and I seen the guys here for, at the marina working yesterday, and you guys was all running around here like you didn't have good sense because you probably didn't after the way you put <laughs> the time in for this. But it turned out to be far beyond, I believe, anybody's expectations. Yeah, I wasn't expecting this many people, but I was so glad to see this many people. It's it's amazing that the support that we've got in this industry. You know, it is, and there's so many great people in the sport of catfish. But when you get, uh, there was people coming in the door before it was ever opened up. Yes, sir. You know, and, it, and I'm not talking about two or three guys. I'm talking about the door just didn't shut. Yeah. It just kept coming through. Guys was sold out of stuff they brought before 9 o'clock when the door was supposed to open. Mm -hmm. Never Never in my wildest dream would I ever thought that that would happen because these guys did just bring two or three things. They bought a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I talked to uh, <laughs> Jason Massengill just a few minutes. He said, man, we come in at, at 8.30 this morning. He said, people were packing rods up out of here. They were selling rods already. We weren't even open yet. So I'm glad that we were able to put this, something together for the catfish industry. I mean, I think it's been a long time coming. Um, it, it's just overwhelming at the amount of support that we've had from all these people. I mean, God, we have guys coming from New York, Texas, Nevada, Arizona, Arizona, New Mexico. New Me yeah, it's it's phenomenal. It is. It, it is. And these some of these people drove them distances, and some of them flew in and rented a car to show up. Yes. I mean, um, <laughs> it's just unbelievable, and everything that i seen anyway which is smooth as the top of this table i hope so you know everybody so. no no complaining no whining everybody's happy to see the next guy yeah you know and that's the way these events are supposed to go and it doesn't always happen that way you have hiccups well but this is about as smooth as i've seen one most of the guys like aaron wheatley puts on the monsters on ohio every year great event and there's he draws a lot of folks like this too but the thing is they don't have time to talk to one another you know, they're either out catching bait or they got to run up to the other pool to do this or they got to. But this, everybody had time to sit around and just shoot the breeze. They did. Just have fun. Yeah, they did. And and um, we had, we went out to dinner last night, probably had one of the best steaks I've ever had in my life. So that's a tribute to the, to the area that you put the event on. Mm -hmm. I mean, great food, super motels. 
The traffic wasn't bad. I mean, everything about it from the time we left our house at four o'clock yesterday morning up until right now has just went just like clockwork. Yeah. Well, next year, I think we're going to, since people traveled so far, I'd, I'd like to entertain the, the idea of having a two day or maybe even a three day. But uh, I think the vendors were happy. I mean, everybody sold stuff. Uh, we tried to get all the traffic so that everybody had equal viewing. Um, and I, I think for the most part we did. We, we did run out a little bit of room, but I tried to get people, you know, to, to look at everything. So, But, yeah, I think, you know, and without the other folks, I'm, I'm not the only one that did this. You know? Right. I, I had two other partners, um, Jeff Jones Marine, Jim Hopper, and uh, Business House, Business House. Uh, they put the websites together and, and organized some things. So it, it it's not just one guy. It takes a team to, to do it, something It like does. This. And I, those guys go around and they was interviewing people and, and talking with them and visiting with them and, and, and making sure everything. And they was doing this yesterday, making mm -hmm. sure everything's the way it's supposed to be. Right. Yeah, very professionally done. Uh, kudos to you guys for all the hard work you put together. I can't imagine anybody that was here not coming back. And I can't imagine anybody missed it not being at the extra. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, we plan on a, a bigger venue next year and, and hopefully, uh, like I say, two days. But, man, I I just like to thank the people who come here to this thing. I mean, the vendors are one thing we got, but just the people involved and just loving to come and, and, and meet other people. I mean, it, it's the spectators, I guess we want to call them, or the, the attendees. Without them, you know, we'd be standing here talking to Aaron. Yeah, you and me be talking to Chuck, and then yeah. we'd get Aaron up here, and then he'd get tired of us, and he'd leave. But mm -hmm. with these guys, you know, there was a never a lull of people coming through the door. Right. And, and uh, I, I'm, I'm impressed. I mean, we like as we're talking, we got a crowd right here. Just yeah, we're, we're sitting here at the end of the day after everybody's done talking about how great the thing went, and we got a crowd in the, in the mm -hmm. room with us. Yep. I mean, uh, Pretty good show. Steve, yep. thank you for all your hard work. Uh, and I know these guys helped you and everything, but uh, I'm not sure anybody thought of that this would ever be what it is, and it turned out to be the uh, – so far this year, probably one of the greatest events of the year. Well, thank you. Thank you. And then, like I say, I want to give a shout-out to, to Jim Hopper. He's he's had a big part of this. Jeff Jones with the facility and business house without them guys. So if you guys looking for a boat, Jim Hopper, Jeff Jones Marine – uh, looking for some some business stuff, we can talk to the business house. And the thing about the business house guys, I think they can kind of help some of these anglers looking for sponsors. You know, when I when I and you you get the same thing. I, I have people email me. Uh, you're not sponsoring anybody, are you? That's not the way to hit hit no. this. Uh, we had a gentleman send me a resume the other day as a PowerPoint presentation, and I said yes, I will sponsor you. And, and that's what these guys here, I think, can do. They can help the angler create a business platform that they can present to guys like myself that sponsor people and, you know, rod manufacturers or Blue blue Water LED or, you know, the cat fever guys. And present a professional resume rather than, you know, hit me up with an email saying, you ain't hiring, are you? Or you ain't sponsoring, are you? You know, so. You know, just, just to touch on that for one second, and I don't want to get in depth with that, but I think the thing that people miss the most when when they're wanting to approach people about being sponsored is the fact that they're not behaving with their life that everybody sees, whether it be uh, at the tournaments or on social media or whatever it is. You have to you have to play the part 
of the place you're going to represent every day, all day long. Yes, sir. And to, to, to go anywhere in the industry, and not just this industry, it's anywhere. When you're promoting people's product, you have to play the part, and you have to be the consummate professional every day, everywhere you go. Yes, sir. And if you'll do that, great things will happen. To yep, you. yep. I mean, you can't start at the top. I tell, no. I tell all my guys, I will start you out as a field staff. We're going to watch you for a year. If you do well, we'll promote you to pro staff. But nobody's going to come to my, my business and be pro staff right out of the box. You know, I, we've all been through that. Yeah, we've all been through that. And well, some it's, of it's them just, work out really well. Right. Well, it's not fair to my other pro staff guys either. You know, my pro staff guys really work hard to get where they're at, and I just can't. I can't. You got to earn it. You gotta, you gotta that's earn it. it. Yeah. And 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 I, you know, one of the things that people think is for for them to be successful to get them positions, they have to win every tournament they go. That's the furthest from the yeah. truth. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I want the guy that's the professional every day, in and out. When he comes to this event, he's shaking your hand. He's coming up and talking to Steve Douglas. He's going around. He's talking to everybody else. He plays the part. That's right. the person I'm looking for. I'm looking for the Jason Mathenas and the Justin Wolfs and the Janet and Bing Foxes right. and people like that. And then I know you are exactly. because they don't have to win every tournament to make you happy. They just play the part, and there's a consummate profession. Right. Well, you know, I, I'm going to judge this as a, a success for one reason, and, and I was excited to see this man, but James Big Cat Patterson come to this event. Now, he's an icon to me. And uh, I thought that was amazing for this guy just to show you up know, and support the and support what we're doing. This is the guy that when Bill danced before he got to be in the catfishing world, mm -hmm. when he wanted to go catfishing, that's who he went catfishing. Oh yeah, you know this is a guy that's been in videos. He's took many hundreds of people well, on guide trips and right. put them on great fish. Well, he, mean, he's been out of the game a little bit, and you know people may have forgotten him, but I, I haven't no. forgotten him, and, and you know. Just because you're out of the game don't mean you've lost your memory. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I talk uh, to him on the phone just every once in a while. We try to get him on the show. And, and it's not that he don't want to do the show. I would like to have seen him today. I did. I missed him. Mm -hmm. But he he would, he just don't do the – Right. You know, and some of us don't do it. Mm -hmm. But uh, he is one of the true icons in Kenton. Exactly. And it was amazing to see him at, at our event. Yeah. It was, and I'm just – I just can't believe that ever next year uh, the, the attendance won't double and the vendors probably will too. Yeah, probably will. Steve, thank you for a great thank time. You. Thank you so much. We've had a great time being here. With that, we're going to end Catfish Weekly until uh, Monday night. Job, we will Steve. talk to you soon. Thanks a lot.